0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Carolinas, Georgia Pro Wrestling Report. It is April the 7th, 2021. I am your host, as always, Heath Mulliken. This is part of the Double Dropkick Show, where Mark Whitman and I talk about the wrestling you grew up with, the wrestling you need to watch now, and stuff. And speaking of and stuff, if you're not a patron, now's a great time. We're doing doing giveaways. Uh, Mark is uh, doing lots of unboxing videos and he's got his new man cave ready to go. Uh, So it's pretty cool Um, when you become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Who doesn't have a dollar a month? Good night. We just got stimulus money. Dollar a month, man, that gets you into the Facebook group. That gets you weekly audio. I pretty much record every weekday. Uh, and you're going to hear stuff about the Carolinas and Georgia. You're not going to hear anywhere else. Patreon.com slash Double Drop Kick. All right, enough of commercials. Uh, so what we're going to do on this episode, we're going to look at the first quarter of 2021. And we're just going to catch you up. We're going to catch you up on where the promotions we cover are. Now, let me be very clear about this. Uh, There are way too many promotions to cover in the Carolinas and Georgia. There's just too many. And so I kind of have to pick and choose. And so a lot of the promotions we cover are part of the SOS Custom Wrestling Network, obviously. And then there are other promotions we cover just because I like to. Uh, Again... We're trying to cover stuff other people are not covering. So let's catch you up. Let's go promotion by promotion. Let's talk about who their champions are. Let's talk about when their next show is. Let's talk about all of that. Where should we begin? Let's start in the lower part of the state of South Carolina, OSCW, because they've got a show coming up this Sunday afternoon. Uh, The bell time's a little early. This is their big outdoor show that they do every year. This has a chance. Uh, Right now, in the Carolinas, as far as we know, the biggest show of the year so far was PWX's last show, Rise of a Champion. Right at 400, a little over 400. This show at the Windjammer... Uh, It's an outdoor show, it's on the beach, they get a big crowd, it's got an opportunity perhaps to be over 400. Um, But anyway, OSCW, that's this Sunday. Check them out on Facebook, we're in the process of getting a lot of their stuff updated and uploaded to the SOS Custom Wrestling Network. Let's catch you up. So, Tracer X was their heavyweight champion before the pandemic began. Tracer X made the decision. He was not gonna wrestle until the pandemic was over. And I've heard various things. I've heard on the one hand, Tracer X is done with wrestling. I've heard on the other hand, hey, he's coming back eventually. Regardless, the OSCW Heavyweight Championship was held up. Uh, It was put on the line in a match between Rob Kiljoy and Timothy Zabisco. Timothy Zabisco won that match and is the oscw heavyweight champion that is the son of larry zabisco their intercontinental champion at the time is brandon paradise brandon paradise is a guy i don't know the full history of oscw but if he has held the tag team titles at any point he's a triple crown champion because he's a former heavyweight champion down at oscw he's now the intercontinental champion big shoes to fill um as John Schuyler carried that title for a very long time. Their tag team champions at the time are Gangrel and Kevin Thorne. A blast from the past, and that's who the tag team champions are. I'm sure championships will be on the line this Sunday. Again, OSCW, one of the longest-running shows in the Carolinas. And uh, when they're running full speed, one of the, the bigger draws in South Carolina... That's a trip I like to make. Uh, it's about a three and a half hour drive and I made it on a Sunday afternoon and I've enjoyed their shows. So shout out to them. Uh, give them a look. Uh, OSCW is one to keep your eye on. They run, uh, every, uh, run every two months and they run some big shows. And they bring in talent to South Carolina that you're not really gonna see anywhere else. Uh, working our way up, you've got Palmetto Championship Wrestling. Now Palmetto Championship Wrestling has been off since November because of COVID and different things. But May 1st, Palmetto Championship Wrestling comes back with WrestleVision, their first show back. You can check them out online, Wrestling.net. That's where you can get your tickets. No matches announced yet for this show. But let's just catch you up. Their heavyweight champion is Drew Adler. Drew Adler has been, over the last... Uh, two years, two to three years, the cornerstone of Palmetto Championship Wrestling. You go back to his first reign as heavyweight champion there, I've said it's one of the most impressive title reigns we've seen. He, he took on people of all shapes and sizes. He initially won that championship by winning the Palmetto Classic uh, back in 2018. Uh, Drew Adler's one to keep your eye on, folks. If, if wrestlers were stocks, I'm putting some money on Drew Adler. He's been around for a while. He only gets better and better and better. He's had some incredible performances so far, even this year. And uh, looking forward to seeing who, who he takes on at Palmetto Championship Wrestling. Their Soda City champion is Donnie Ray. Now that championship has bounced around a lot. After Kevin uh, Kevin Ray had a very a, a, an over a year title reign as Soda City Champion, and now that title's become a little bit of a hot potato. Fluff Man Owen Knight, Donnie Ray, uh, even Joey Ford, that title's bopped around. Can Donnie Ray kind of establish himself as he's a relatively relative newcomer to Palmetto Championship Wrestling? They've got another class that's getting ready to get to be graduating from the Palmetto Wrestling Academy, and it'll be interesting to see. They typically at these shows, if a class is graduating, will give uh, graduates their first match. So I'm interested to see uh, who gets an opportunity. If we're going to see any new talent who's been training there, uh, again, that's Palmetto Championship Wrestling down in the Columbia area. Wrestle Force. Also in the Columbia area they're coming back April 18th uh, at Pollywogs. That's an outdoor uh, show festival seating bring your own chair. It's a pretty cool environment, pretty cool vibe. Very fun to watch. Uh, Russell Force uh, has been away for a while but uh, Bob Keller's got a great relationship there with the people at Polywogs. That's where he does his, he does a, a live Facebook show podcast from there. Uh, every week, and I'm sure we'll get a good report from Wrestle Force. The main event of that show: Derek Driver and Austin Jordan, guys who have wrestled North Carolina, South Carolina, but they've never uh, really wrestled or main evented in the lower part of the state. So I'm excited for those fans. I think sometimes in in the upstate area, of North Carolina, where I'm where I live, I've been spoiled. I've seen I've seen that feud. Uh, but to the people in Columbia and that part of the state, they've not seen Austin Jordan, and Derek Driver have uh, a tremendous match. And uh, with Perry James in his corner, that always kind of tilts the scales for Derek Driver. But that's gonna should be a good match. They've got some other great talents. Again, you're gonna see people at Wrestling Force you don't see anywhere else in the Carolinas. Moving toward. Uh, the upstate. I have no, I have no, uh, whatever sense of geography in South Carolina. You've got Chester APW over there in Chester, South Carolina. They're back this Friday night. They run every two weeks. Great show. It's one of the uh, must visit venues in South Carolina. Just one of the really cool vibes. A great place to watch wrestling. Not a very big building, but I've seen it packed out in there. Uh, right now, their heavyweight champion is Timmy, Timmy Lou Retton. And this has been a good spot for Timmy as uh, the Gymnasty Boys broke up during the pandemic. And this has been, uh, I think, you know, as Timmy Lou's career grows on and whatever he accomplished as a singles wrestler, I think as far as post pandemic, looking back, what he, does, what he has done at Chester can be considered, you know, kind of a launching point. Um, And I think this is really, as far as I know, in the Carolinas, Timmy's first run on top as a champion. So it's interesting to see. It's good to see. It's fun to see. It's fun to watch. Timmy's got a unique style. And I'm interested to see uh, how that championship reign continues. Uh, You've got the... uh, I can never remember. Oh, it's the Carolinas champion. I want to say... Their Carolina's champion right now. Is Willie D of High Profile? Not hundred percent sure. Tag team champions, uh, All Worm No Soul. I think that's who their tag team champions are. Sorry, I'm out of the loop a little bit. But anyway, I haven't gotten to Chester. Derek. I haven't gotten to Chester in a while. Who knows? Maybe I get there this Friday. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, that's definitely a show you got to check out. Also this Friday. In Union, Friday and Saturday, Pro Wrestling Union is going to be a part of the the, the Union Fairgrounds. I don't, it's a spring fair or spring festival or something that's going on down there. but wrestling always adds a lot to any event. Uh, so that is this Friday and Saturday. You can check them out on Facebook Pro Wrestling Union. Randy Wayne is the current pro wrestling Union heavyweight champion. Also under the Pro Wrestling Union umbrella is Trans South champion Austin Jordan. The tag team champions were Inglourious, the team of Jeff Connolly and Aiden Cross. Uh, it was announced this week, or, or late last week, that Jeff Connolly does have a torn ACL that is going to require surgery. I knew he had an injured ACL from several months ago. Uh, but now that injury is going to require surgery. Those titles have been held up. They won't be decided this weekend. But coming up at Heroes of the Legend Wrestling in Silva, North Carolina, the Heat Seekers are going to take on a mystery opponents um, to crown new Pro Wrestling Union Tag Team Champions. But there will be several of those wrestlers who are wrestling both for Chester and Union this Friday night. Should be interesting to see. Should be some good uh, shows. Pro Chester APW has just kind of been uh, tracking along since they've come back from the pandemic. They've been uh, very consistent, haven't taken a break. Pro Wrestling Union, this will be their first show in front of a live crowd since last year. They did some tapings uh, in January. They haven't had any shows since then, so I'm sure they're happy to be back uh, in front of a live Audience. Moving to the upstate, you got three count pro wrestling in Greenville. They've got a show coming up April 24th, Collision Course. Right now in 3Count Pro Wrestling, their heavyweight champion is Derek Driver. You keep hearing that name, don't you? Various places. Their next level champion is Jacob Armachain, a young man you need to keep your eye on for sure. Uh and then their tag team champions are the Sons of Steel upon the return of Bryce Anthony, uh, from injury and pandemic, the Sons of Steel, have once again reestablished their dominance there in the tag team scene of three-count pro wrestling. And I'm interested to see who they defend those titles against, or if, or who they, you know, they've had issues with former heavyweight champion Austin Jordan. Matter of fact, it was, some would say that it was Bryce Anthony and Boomer Payne that cost Austin Jordan that heavyweight championship back in Country Santa Clash. Anyway, uh, Three Count is back in action April the 24th there at uh, Calvary First Baptist Church in Greenville. It's a pretty fun place to watch a show and it gets packed. So get there early or contact them on Facebook to get your tickets uh, online. Let's see. I know I'm going to forget somebody as I often do. Battle Zone Wrestling is back April 17th. They've been off since the pandemic, it's been a year. What's the status of Battle Zone Wrestling? Mike Madden is your United States heavyweight champion. Not sure who he's going to challenge. I do know. I do know. April seventeenth, as you're going to hear, is a pretty crowded date. Lots going on. South Carolina Comic Con, PWX, Viral, Battle Zone, even other shows going on in the region. But and that has opened the door because Battle bringing talent to the Upstate. Talent to Battle Zone that hasn't been uh, in this area. And right now, where I live, I live in what's called the Tri County area Pickens, Anderson, Oconee. And right now, Battle Zone's the only show in town in that Tri County area. Um, uh, Golden Corn Wrestling is no longer running. They were running in Oconee County. Uh, three Count used to run in Pickens some. Uh, but they would run in schools or they ran at the Liberty Rec Center. Um, now, Liberty, I mean, listen, uh, three counts found a pretty good home there at Calvary First Baptist. So, um, Battle Zone's going to be back. I'm interested to see what the matchups are. Those have not been announced, but you're going to see people like Chase Emery, one to keep your eye on, uh, Drew Hood, who I've never seen, uh, Russell Live, but I'm excited to call the action. Uh, that should be a great night, great day. A uh, great way to celebrate birthday weekend with a Comic-Con a wrestling show. And who knows? Who knows where I'll be on April the 18th? I don't know. Uh, so we got Bow Zone, three count. I, and listen, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Who am I forgetting in, in the upstate? Let's move along. You got PWX. I've been... The April show is the first one I'm going to miss because I'm going to be working at BattleZone. PWX, their crowds have grown. They were over 400 in March. TJ Boss, finally, he, he had been PWX Heavyweight Champion before. It was a very brief title rain, under a minute. He's now climbed that mountain again. His first challenge is John Schuyler coming up at What Lies Beneath. Uh, some great matches. Let's let's set you up. Rise of a Champion is uh, PWX's WrestleMania, so things are kind of reset. TJ Boss is the heavyweight champion. Lucky Ali is that ITV champion. Should Dunkerton is the pure champion, and the Heat Seekers are the tag team champions. Now I have heard. Okay, let me give you a little glimpse into behind the scenes. How can I say this as vaguely as possible? Keep your eyes on PWX. There are some exciting changes, exciting things happening at PWX, possibly coming in May, and it's going to be a win-win for wrestling fans. More wrestling? More opportunities to see PWX? Maybe. Maybe not. But they're going to be there in Rock Hill. They found a good home there at Rock Hill Gymnastics. That's a fun place to watch a wrestling match. There's plenty of space where the gimmicks are. uh, Plenty of space to distance. I love the bench seats. I can go sit on a bench seat in the very back. I can roam around. If I need to stand up and stretch my legs, I can. I love watching a show there at Rock Hill Gymnastics. And uh, Spoiler alert, I'm excited to watch more shows there at Rock Hill Gymnastics. So PWX, keep your eye on them. AML is coming back. Uh, April, I want to say April the 25th. They have found a new home in Kernersville, North Carolina. Uh, They had booked this show for their training building and uh, sold out. And then the governor of North Carolina opened things up a little bit. So now they're into a bigger venue. It's an old church gym, so it's going to have a much larger capacity. Uh, No matches announced yet for AML, although it appears... Uh, that CW Anderson, who during the pandemic appeared to have retired and relinquished the AML championship, but um, then you know I think CW was um, going through various things in his life, and uh, has now has now kind of got some things squared away. Some got you know kind of found himself on a on a better path, a different path, and um, is back to wrestling. And so it appears uh, from an announcement from Tracy Myers, that C.W. Anderson's going to get a shot, and I think he's going to get to pick his opponent, and it must be a former AML heavyweight champion that's not Zane Dawson. So that could be a variety of people. Uh, You know, Caprice Coleman, former AML champion. Uh, George South, former AML champion. So keep your eyes on that. Um, I know they're trying to keep that a surprise but the, you know AML in their brief history again my my knowledge only goes so far so I can't name all of their former champions but CW Anderson's going to be fighting for one of them for the AML championship uh, And again AML's back April I want to say April the 25th you can check them out AML's also got their prestige championship. I'm not sure who that champion is. It was Billy Brash at one point. I can't remember if he's lost that title or not. There's been a pandemic, people. Um, The Gymnasty Boys were their tag team champions. Obviously, Gymnasty Boys no longer together. So those titles have been held up, and they're going to announce how they're going to crown new champions. Speaking of crowning new champions, let's talk about Viral Pro Wrestling. They are one of the shows happening on April the 17th. Uh, They're at a new place uh, down in the Thompson, Georgia, Augusta area at Sunset Auction House. And they've got an exciting night planned. So, who are the champions of Viral Pro Wrestling? Nobody. All those titles were held up. If you don't follow Viral Pro Wrestling on Facebook, you can follow their video series that will tell you the story of how and why all those championships were held up and Uh, where some of those uh, physical championships are at this time. So, uh, pretty exciting stuff. Here's what they've got lined up. They do have All-Star Special versus the Ugly Ducklings. Now, if you follow Georgia Wrestling, uh, you know uh, it appears that Hold My Beer Hanson won half of All-Star. Sorry we got cut off there. So, Hold My Beer Hanson was injured. Uh, recently at Southern Honor. I don't know his status. It has not been announced if he's going to be able to compete against the show. We already know Lance Lou, one half of the Ugly Ducklings, not going to be able to wrestle as he recovers from cancer surgery. Uh, Obviously, our our thoughts, prayers, well wishes, all of that go out to Lance Lou during this time. Uh, But the big story at Viral on April the 17th is the heavyweight title picture, which is going to be settled. Four singles matches. The winners of those four singles matches will go on to face Darius Lockhart in a fatal five-way. Let's look at these singles matches. You've got Matt Sells versus Owen Knight. Matt Sells has also announced he is injured. He is out. No replacement yet has been named uh, for his match with Owen Knight. Speaking of which, I mentioned betting on Drew Adler or investing in Drew Adler. Owen Knight, another guy I would invest in as well. Uh, You've got um, Joshua Cutshaw and Timmy Lou Retton in one of those singles matches. You've got uh, John Davis and Montana Black. That should be a hard-hitting affair. And you've got Derek Driver... There's a name that keeps popping up. Taking on Sean Legacy. So, some new faces uh, making an appearance there at Viral Pro Wrestling. Uh, Some people you've seen in Viral and Tag Team Action. Now, moving over to the singles ranks. Again, the winners of those four singles matches will go on to face Darius Lockhart. Now, if you're interested in what I think about this show... And my picks for this show, how I would book it, I did a special edition of Taking the Pencil for our patrons, patreon.com slash double dropkick. You get that, Taking the Pencil, where I look at a local independent promotion and talk about how I would book it, how I would lay it out. I did that for Viral, and that was a very fun exercise, and I'm excited to see how much I got right. Um, Again... The, the object of taking the pencils, not to predict what they're going to do. The object is to, do, to talk about what I would do if I were the booker, if I were the promoter. So again, Viro Pro first show back, uh, tickets limited to 200. So you better get yours very fast. Again, uh, I've seen pictures of this venue. It looks like a pretty cool venue. Uh, but they're hoping to get back in the sweet water gym. Uh, ASAP, and so hopefully that will happen. Uh, Let's talk about uh, Southern Honor. I know there are other people that talk about Southern Honor. It's just one of the promotions that that I follow. Again, there are so many promotions, it's hard to follow all of them. I just remembered one that I forgot from... There's some North Carolina stuff I want to talk before we finish this out. Um, Southern Honor right now, heavyweight champion David Ali... Tag Team Champions, Lethal Poison, Corey Hollis, and Michael Judas. i talked about, is it time for Southern Honor to add a mid-card title? Um, where is Southern Honor at? They're in a weird place. Their attendance has been a little down. They had a lot going on at their last show. Some people liked that. Some people didn't like it. Again, that's something I talked about this week on Behind the Scenes. But Southern Honor, two-time Back-to-back promotion of the year. Two-time back-to-back promoter of the year, Gary Lamb. Uh, David Ali, if I'm not mistaken, was the runner-up for Wrestler of the Year last year. He's got to be. He's got to be the front runner Because not only is he headlining Southern Honor, he has also become the focal point of IWE. They're back May 22nd. I went to their show in January. David Ali, in January, won the New Age title. And in March, uh, the heavyweight champion, uh, Billy Brash, was not there. So the New Age title took uh, took center stage there. Again, David Ali, a champion at two of the major promotions in in Georgia and also and wrestles in other places as well. IWE, their heavyweight champion is Billy Brash. Their New Age champion is David Ali. Savannah Evans is a double title holder there. As she holds the Mayhem Championship and the Women's Championship, although Danny Jordan has come out and challenged her for that Women's Championship on May the twenty-second, there at the American Legion in Augusta, um, IWE puts on great shows. They again they bring in talent la- that nobody else is bringing in to this region. You had O'Shea Edwards and EC3 face off at their last show. That show's free on the IWE Facebook page. So. Uh, So far, matches announced for May 22nd, Sean Legacy and Josh Magnum versus the Metro Brothers. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Metro Brothers. Just saw them for the first time back in January. They're a unique team. I would love to see them come to the Carolinas. I also also can't wait to see what's next in this feud between uh, Sean Legacy and Josh Magnum is now they're being forced to tag team. With each other. Also announced former New Age champion Hunter Young taking on Owen Knight again. Owen Knight, that's a name you're hearing, that's a person you're seeing, um, and that's going to be uh, that's going to be a good matchup. And I'm sure these guys uh, have crossed paths before somewhere in Georgia again. IWE that's May 22nd. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Let's go back. Let me close out this episode with some North Carolina talk. Uh, Let's talk about XWW, ExtremeWorldWrestling.com, Extreme World Wrestling. Uh, They have a streaming network, which I am a subscriber of, ExtremeTVOnline.com. They have not run, uh, well, they have run some live shows at and Vine. They have been, really, of all the promotions in the Carolinas, uh, they have been, I want to say, the most aggressive. Um, they have received some serious financial backing from Joe Moss, who owns many car dealerships. As a matter of fact, they're going to start running wrestling shows at his car dealerships. He's also one of the owners of the Charlotte Thunder And again, starting on April 17th, I told you there was a lot of wrestling that day. Starting on April 17th, I've contacted the Charlotte Thunder. And starting April 17th, before their home games. Now, their home games, again, this is all stuff the patrons have already heard. Their home games were originally scheduled at 3 p.m. All those start times got moved to 7.30. They did not offer refunds to fans who bought... Tickets to 3 o'clock games. thought that was kind of bogus. Like, Because that's a big deal. Especially last weekend was Easter weekend. I had a friend. He bought tickets. They wouldn't refund. Well, that's a big deal. If you're driving two and a half hours, it's easy to get to a 3 o'clock game. A 7.30 game, you're getting home pretty late. It's Easter weekend. So anyway, starting April 17th, This is this is from the Charlotte Thunder directly to me starting April 17th at 2 p.m. at Bojangles Coliseum at Stream World Wrestling. They're going to put on a wrestling show from 2 to 4, and then kickoff's at 7.30. To watch the wrestling, you have to have a ticket to the game. So you get your ticket to the game. I think tickets start at $15. Plenty of seats available. Um, I think... I think they're running at like 1,400. That's how many tickets they can sell to the football games. And so far, the Charlotte Thunder have blown out two teams. Now, the team they played last weekend wasn't even really a team. Uh, the South Carolina Cowboys aren't even listed on the uh, American Arena League. They're not even listed as a team for this year. They were a team that's, it was, bad. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know, like, they're not even a real team. Um, and even as I was watching a little bit of the game, the announcers were like, yeah, we, we didn't get their roster until like five minutes before kickoff, something like that. So the wrestling's at two, you get a ticket to the game, you can get in to see the wrestling and then you're good to watch the game too. Now, the wrestling's over at four and I don't think they get... So, are you going to sit in the Bojangles Coliseum for three and a half hours? I don't know. So, people have asked, well, can you go to, the, you get a ticket to the game, go to the wrestling, go get something to eat, and then come back? I think they're going to allow that. Um, I, I think I can't, I can't tell you. You know, I don't know if it's one of those things where you get your ticket scanned to get into the wrestling. And then if you go get something to eat and try to come back, they're like, oh, no, no, your ticket's already scanned. Because, it, uh, again, I talk about this a lot behind the scenes. But when I say that XWW has been aggressive, they, they have done tapings at their building. Uh, they have been doing tapings. They essentially have three shows on Extreme TV Online. They have the tapings from their building, which is in front of, uh, you know, not in front of any fans. Um, And that's called Extreme Warfare. That's airing on Spectrum in the Charlotte area. And then those episodes are uploaded also to their streaming network. Now, this past weekend, they didn't do a new episode. They showed some matches from their March 21st pay-per-view. That's another thing. They're doing pay-per-views. Their next pay-per-view is going to be on Fight. And if you have a... uh, If you have the... um, Streaming network, you also get those pay-per-views as part of your $4.99 subscription. There's a seven-day free trial. They also tape Monday nights at Tap and Vine uh, in Indian Trail, North Carolina. That's called Monday Night Wrestling. That's that's a show on their network. And then they have Casino Night, which is uh, almost like um, when you do a... Um, when 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 the NWO was in and they were going to do Thunder as an NWO show... And then um, you had you had WCW Nitro, and you were going to have NWO Thunder. Well, that's what Casino Night is. It is a show put on by Money Enterprises, which is a man, you know, many Max group, and they kind of pay for all the wrestlers. And it's a very unique thing. Well, XWW, their current. Let's talk about champions. Current heavyweight champion James Drake, JD Drake. Their internet champion is Jacob Ryan. Their hardcore champion is Justin Fireball. They just announced. Or the women's champion is Jamie Senegal, and they just announced they're gonna they're getting new um, tag team belts, and they're gonna crown tag team champions very soon. Uh, again, there's a lot of independent wrestling. I, I've been I've been speaking to one of our patrons about this. It's like you're. It's like sometimes indie wrestling is like a train wreck, and you're just watching it because what's going to happen next? That's kind of what we've seen here. Um, if you follow me, social media, if you follow this podcast, you know we we talked a lot about the Center Arena there in Lincolnton, North Carolina, uh, that we, you know, uh, someone coined the phrase "COVID Dome," and. There's The COVID Dome went from literally holding shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday, to now it's closed. And you had a lot of promotions spring up simply because they had that building. Now that building is gone. Now there were some promotions that were already running that were just using that building. Um, but it appears that only one of the promotions that was running there, or that started there, has uh, survived, and that's Excalibur Championship Wrestling. Now, depending on who you talk to with that group, they're going to tell you that uh, it's 10 years old, or 15, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, yeah. Um, but the COVID that's closing, that's a pretty big deal, because here's Here's the thing. There are a lot of wrestlers getting opportunities at the COVID Dome that they're not going to get anywhere else. Primarily because a lot of the... not I don't know. I can't give you a percentage. A lot of the guys wrestling in the COVID Dome were under 18. Well, if you're under 18, you can't get a license in South Carolina. And really, if you're under 18, you're, you're not going to get a lot of opportunities elsewhere. And I know there's other promotions in parts of North Carolina using... People who are under eighteen—that's fine. That's their their business. That's their right. Um, so it, it's a very interesting. Thing. If you're if listen, if you're interested in watching independent wrestling from the Carolinas and Georgia, between IWTV High Spots, VSOS Custom Wrestling Network, and now there's you know like I said, Extreme TV Online. The Cheap Pop Network is where you can watch um, the first time ever events. I bought their first. Uh, pay-per-view now it was supposed to stream live on title match network it did not uh, but I watched the replay and uh, it was it was okay it was it was it was not bad um, but you're definitely seeing if you haven't listened to my um, if you haven't listened to the podcast about the four levels of independent wrestling as the year shakes out that's because those levels are becoming more and more clear. And it appears now there's a lot more, or excuse me, a lot less of the church softball leagues uh, that are there around there. So again, first quarter of the year is done. Uh, later on this week or next week, I'm going to be talking about uh, my early picks for winners for the Carolina's Professional Wrestling Awards. I did that for our patrons yesterday in a deeper dive. And uh, I'm gonna kind of lay this out. I want to do a little, little more research. I've got some, I've got some thoughts on that, and I hope to share those with you. But again, first quarter, you know, started out great for a lot of promotions, not so great for other promotions. But in the second quarter, we're gonna have a lot more promotions back. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be fun. Get out and support independent wrestling wherever you are. So, for the Double Dropkick Show and the Carolinas-Georgia Pro Wrestling Report, I'm Heath Mulligan. We'll see you next time.